0: it was June, 1959, I stood at the altar of the small Episcopal church I had grown up in. Till death do us part, I said. I said it loudly, hoping volume would pass for conviction. (laughs) I couldn't have told anyone why, at least of all myself, but I already knew in my deepest heart there was no way I could spend the rest of my life with this person I was marrying. Why had I agreed to the wedding at all? Because marrying a young man on his way to seminary was the closest I could get to the priesthood of the church I loved so innocently, a church that found women unworthy of ordination. I'd been married only a couple of years when the luster began to wear off. I don't mean the luster of marriage, that was a whole different journey. I mean the luster of the church. I struggled with my church's theology, with its apostolic pretensions, with its political foibles. I took my collapse of this thing called faith to my priest, and when he couldn't logic me into Christian belief, he turned to shame, a much more potent argument. You're ruining your husband's career, he said. I clenched my jaw and went back to church. Fast forward 28 years. My jaw relaxed a bit in that time. I never again recited the creed without deep irony, but I did come to realize that my church, each different congregation my husband and I moved to, was my community, and community mattered. My church community surrounded me and sustained me for a long time. Then came the day I finally understood the meaning of my reservations over the till death do us part bit. I understood at last that I didn't belong in an intimate relationship with any man. I am a lesbian. And so my husband and I parted. We did it pretty amicably considering all that was being rent asunder. Both of us were open with the congregation about the reason. But when I moved out of the church rectory, I might as well have stepped off the edge of the earth. The community I had come to believe in simply, quietly, turned away. Fast forward another 20 years. No church. No church at all. Who needs it? Who needs a creed you don't believe in? Who needs a community that's going to abandon you? And then one day, I slipped into a pew way toward the back at First Universalist. Everything I heard went down pretty smoothly, the words, the music. But could it fill the hole left by all I no longer believed? Did the words mean enough, demand enough? And the big question, could I ever feel safe within the walls of a church again? Six years later, I'm here nearly every Sunday. Mostly I come away filled to the brim. Sometimes I leave wanting more, more meaning, more challenge. Then I return the next week to seek again. And every step of the way, I feel acknowledged, safe. Will this good community ever fail me? Perhaps. We are a gathering of humans, after all. But there is a self-honesty here and a largeness of heart that I trust. And taking the risk to be present, to truly be present week after week, helps to make me whole. Come, let us worship together.